0: Even though you're in Australia and I'm in the UK, there are certain parts of you that were quite similar to me, like how you described yourself. That's quite eye-opening for me, because I don't usually meet too many people that have similar or I can understand exactly what I'm saying. Like I then when I talk about being introverted or switching over or whatever, so it was like, oh, there are other people out there who are similar. Mm. That's quite like a big one.
1: Try this bad for size. You are welcome to take a seat at the table, where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no judgment zone, a certain age is not criteria, and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable, to facilitate a new conversation.
2: We're live. Is that good? It's all good. It's all good. I have a friend and her name's Kelly. And when I hear your voice now, I go, Oh my goodness, you remind me of her. Where are you in oh, the wow. world? I'm in the UK. Yes. And that's where she's from. But you literally <laughs> sound like her. I've got other friends from the UK, but you sound really similar. So when I heard your voice, I was like, What? That sounds like Kelly. <laughs> Um, I'm going to have to get her to listen to this because uh, she'll just love hearing your voice too because <laughs> um, she's an awesome woman. So I'm getting, I'm excited to get to know you today. I haven't met you before and, you know, that's often the case, to be honest, on the decision table and I do that on purpose because I I think that there is always the opportunity for us to have a conversation with someone and be able to learn something from 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 the other person and i'm looking forward to seeing what i'm going to learn and maybe what others are going to learn from our conversation today so thank you for being here
0: thank you so much for having me um how do you pronounce your name properly i just i was about, <laughs> really about to say the one. same with you okay. <laughs> I don't want to get so,
2: Oh, but I'm so glad you said that. I think we're friends already. Um, my name's Curie Marie. So okay, Kiri, Kiri Marie. short, Marie, and then join them together. I hate Kiri being called Marie. Kiri. I always I tell know. people off for, t- you know, saying to me, Curie, and I'm like, why do you call me this? My name's Kiri Marie. And uh, here in Australia, they like to shorten everything. And your name being one of them. What about you? How do you say yours? And your um, last name's beautiful.
0: Um, Hermione. And then my last name is Zuhukai. But I realised when I, had, I was writing to you and then I shortened it to Kiri. And then you wrote back and wrote Kiri Marie. And oh, I was like, yes. oh, man. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I know how that feels. <laughs> so that's why I was like, right, before I even attempt it, I'm going to get this. No, you're name. fine.
2: And I love that. And the reason because... You know, one day maybe I'll get over it in therapy or something. But uh <laughs> when I when you shorten the name where I was born and which was New Zealand, you actually say kitty. So it's kitty Marie. And okay. uh as a young girl, I was teased. here yeah, kitty, 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 kitty. So yes, one day maybe I'll rewire to some other different pattern and I'll get over it. But in the meantime, I like being called Kerry Marie. Actually, to be honest. I never really went by Kiri Marie because it wasn't sort of, you just didn't do that. Like everyone just went to the shortened name and I didn't really, I wasn't kind of who I am today. I wasn't that strong female that you see today. (laughs) I was less that and I was like, okay, that's obviously what you got to do is have a shortened name. So that's why I kind of say it and I say it from the beginning because, you know, uh, a lot of people otherwise end up saying it to you and
0: uh it's it gets awkward later <laughs> it does but i just the <laughs> names are so important like a person's name is so valuable and it you know for me from like kind of how i believe in stuff it just holds so much energy so when you shorten a person's name you're literally giving them a different energetic coding right that they might not have oh, asked for they might, like want, they might not want they might not anything so um mm. When, when you kind of laid the boundary, I was like, I got it. I was like, I, I hear you. I will. I'm fine with it. But I, I don't mind being told. I'd rather someone told me. And sometimes yeah. like, people go, what's my name? And I'm like, Hermione. And they're like, Hermione. And I'm like, Hermione. And they're like, Hermione. And I'm like, Do you know what? Whatever. Because <laughs> I, I can hear that you're not going to get it. And then you just, you go, okay, fine. <laughs>
2: And now you have like seriously set my head off because I'm dyslexic and so I just hear all these things firing off (laughs) and now I'm like, oh my gosh, but I love the fact you're here and I love the fact we're having conversations and talk about conversations. I may have seen that you have a fair few conversations in your world. Uh, What is that? Why do you have conversations? Why do you interview so many people and or be on interviews? What's that?
0: Um, I So at the moment I, um, have, uh, I'm on my local community radio and so I mm. interview people on there and really the reason why I interview people is because I just want to share, I want more people to hear other people's stories, mm. so other people's journeys, other people's lives and I feel like the more we expose ourselves to different perspectives and the more we have kind of an understanding from someone else's point of view, the more it allows us to have kind of compassion and empathy for other people when we meet them um, because we, we can't go every, through everything ourselves. Right. And um, we go through our own journey, but then you meet someone else who's walked a completely different path to you just, and I, I find that fascinating anyway. And then just to listen and hear people talk about it. And then I just, sometimes I forget why they're there. Cause I'm like, no, no, I just want to dig into you. And then I'm like, Oh, right. No, yeah. yeah, you came here to talk about you know, your stuff, but I'm like, are you are uh, what I want to hear, you know, so for me, that's why um, I do that. And then why people interview me is just because I think that I have my kind of my life journey is quite interesting for people. I mean, I've lived it, so I don't find it as interesting. But normally, if I'm talking to people, <laughs> and they kind of, you know, their yeah. eyes like pop open, I'm like, oh, okay, it's something that people need to hear. And um, I'm really, really spiritual. And so one of the things I remember, like, just as I'm still on my journey but I just remember getting to a point and I was like I don't want to talk about my past anymore I was like I'm over it and then they were like like kind of feel like my guides and stuff and I was just a message for me was but you should honor it and I was like oh come on don't get me on that one so now I feel like okay fine I will open up but I'm usually quite a closed person so I'm like no I'll just answer the question and not give you any more so I've learned to be like okay you would like to share so this is why
2: so you're either going to love me or hate me because I am the opposite. I am an open person. I'm an open book. I've, By the way, I've got an old story. I've had a, you know, like I've got so many stories to my world. And, you know, for a long time, I was the same. I kept it closed. I didn't want to share and I didn't think it was going to be beneficial by sharing. And, you know, often even in my world now, so many people have no idea about my story and things in my story. But if you ask me, I'm an open book because yeah, I have learned. yeah, because I've learned that what I keep in the dark festers, what I bring out to the world, what I can, uh, means that it doesn't have any power back there now, but it may give someone else some sort of power some sort of wow If she's done that i can do it too or what if she's done that maybe she's got some ways that i could learn about what about you
0: yeah no when you've just mentioned that is um it's so important if I'm I can feel when I'm holding things because I'm judging myself for them. So I don't I'm like, I mm. don't want to share this because I'm judging me. And I feel like you're then gonna judge me, but not you personally, but whoever I'm yeah, talking no. to is gonna judge me, you know what I mean? And so I'm just like, oh, and then there's other times where I'm quite open. And so if people ask me a direct question, I will just answer. And then I've yeah. learned over the years, I was like, oh, people don't like my answer. So I've learned to be ah, like, Ah, yes. Like, yeah, I've learned to check in and be like, I don't want to answer that now but secretly there's a part of me that's like you ask me a direct question it's almost like I feel like I'm under oath you ask me a direct question I'll give you the answer so I've I've had to learn to be like no and that was a hard one saying no a lot um but I just yeah there's there's so much power in our stories but we don't realize because we live them you know and just to I mean I go through my life every day I'm in my life every single day, like all the time. I never get out of it. I understand why I do the things I do. I I, you know, have a knowing about myself. So to keep saying, oh, I did this, and then people are like, wow, you're like, really? Is it still interesting? Okay, if you say so. Um, so sometimes I forget that there's something in there for me, but it's just because it's it's so familiar to me. But for someone else, it's something it can be inspirational or it can be like, oh, I don't want to go down that path. Thanks for warning me. Um, so either way, it can be <laughs> it can be of value.
2: Oh, yeah. you've given me so many things to play with right now. And one of them is the judgment. Like you mentioned, I don't want to say that because I might judge myself and others might judge me. Don't yeah. you think that's part of our problem right now is for us to have conversations, for us to have conversations where the world can listen in on that there is this fear of judgment but isn't it in the fact when we own it ourselves that we can stand strong in that and then be open to have a conversation around it, and maybe even we could learn from it but I am sure there are others that go because I don't know about you but I have so many conversations with so many people from across the globe. And one of the things that has stood out like number one is, oh my goodness, thank you for creating a safe space that gave me permission to be me. It wasn't that hard. You know, it really wasn't. I just said, there is no judgment here. You can say what it is. I'm gonna ask questions because I'm curious. (laughs) And there's no judgment to your answers because I'm not looking for an answer. I'm curious to hear what your answer is because then maybe I'll take it on, maybe I won't, maybe I'll learn from it, maybe I'll go, actually I stand even stronger on my opinions, what I think. And I think that's an interesting thing that when we create the space, give permission, all of a sudden, Others actually don't judge you. They go, thank you. Thank you for giving me permission to be me. Why are we not doing that more then?
0: I think we don't know always how. Like there's Mm. a, a, I mean, I can use myself as a reference. When I was younger, if someone was talking to me, I mean, I'm straight away like, I'm I'm going from head to toe on the external before I'm, and I've already judged you. You know what I mean? Like ah. where you're from, what you look like, how you're speaking, what you sound like. And then as you start to even structure your sentences, I'm already, what education level are you? Like my brain was already analyzing, but that's all because I'm doing it to myself. It's not really mm-hmm. because I'm judging you. It's all because that, they're the Instagram. Is it? That or are you me.
2: really judging me? See, this is the thing that I think we are if we're going into our conditioning which then goes into biases, right? Why do you think before we even got a chance to say, hi, how are you, what's happening? Who are you? What do you do? Anything like that. I have gone and just pressed that live because I didn't want you to jump into biases. I didn't want you to think, oh, this is what she's gonna want to hear. This is what she wants me to say. I want you to be you. I wanna learn from what you see, your insights, your conversations, things that are important to you. Because how am I ever gonna get other perspectives if I only just keep putting my biases in? If I go, oh, she's looking like that, that must mean she fits into this box. I don't know what you thought when you saw me, but usually people go, I've had many a different conversation where they go, (laughs) wow, you look really casual to what I thought you would look. And then others go, wow you are very different to what usually turns up in corporate and you know others go i love the fact you bring your whatever it is disruptiveness culture <laughs> who i am to the table and i have a funny accent so i am very much it depends what country you are i'm in depends how thick that accent becomes (laughs) even more so you should hear when i hang out in austin texas all the time and it's like whoa i don't even know who i am or where i'm from
0: yeah you can pick up um what your surroundings right and kind of and blend in i think coming back to what you asked kiri marie when you asked about kind of about judgment and people meeting each other it's a lot to do i understand it with safety and security you know so a person wants to feel safe and secure and in order to do that, they analyze their surroundings naturally. Who who do I look like I'm going to connect with? Who am I going to get on with? And a lot of us have been taught to do that when we're younger based on externals and not mm-hmm. tap in and check in with the energy. But when you check in with somebody's essence of who they are, you can find your people and you don't you, you stop worrying about this, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you just go, oh, that person's got such a great vibe. I want to just chill with you for a bit because you're on my level. And when you learn kind of how to read energy or move in that way, you, you, your barriers naturally, I find, they just come down a bit. You don't have to worry about feeling safe and secure because you can already feel it. But when you're, you're going from the other parts of yourself, I think it's um, you automatically just, I just want to fit in. I just don't want to stand out. I don't know why we do this. Well, I do know I, that do. As in, I don't think I'm it's an sensible. Introvert.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously an introvert and I don't want to stand out, but I do. And I don't want to <laughs> be like, hey, what is it that you've got? Because it's different to the rest of them. I don't want to be that. I didn't want to be that for so many years and I never owned it. And I was like the secret source behind lots of amazing leaders across the globe. I was okay with that. I was real good with it. <laughs> but I realized that as I learned that my differences, my distinctions I bring to the table actually are my uniqueness and also kind of my secret source. And if I was not sharing it with the world and willing to, then I was actually being very selfish. And okay. so I, I sort of had to learn skills. So I still, honestly... Uh, I'm married to someone who is very, very social and I mean really social. <laughs> so sometimes it kills me, but he, you know, it's all good. And anyone in my world knows that he's an extrovert. He loves being around people. And when I'm around him, I tend to be really quiet unless I'm beside someone who can speak like this, go deep like we didn't we didn't talk about the weather we didn't go you know like some of those basic things that most people (laughs) are really good at I can't
0: do them I can't can't do them them. (laughs) just skip the surface level let's get to the point I want to know I want to know all about you lay it on the table show me who you are yeah I don't really you know we can come back to the weather at the end yeah. do you know what I mean like once yeah. you show me who you are I'm like okay yeah so how's the weather How, how's it going down here? Yeah. <laughs> do You know? yes. but first of all just I want to you know I do understand when you say about introvert I mean mm. I have moments when I'm very introverted um and then there are moments when I can just be very extroverted because I know like oh I'm going to a social setting bring out social Hermione let's go and so if people mm. meet me in a non-social setting and they catch me on a when Hermione's Hermione, they mm-hmm. like they can walk past me in the street. I might know them, and I would just keep on walking, not because I don't like you, but because I'm so happy. I thought that my... was just me. <laughs> <laughs> and they literally like are a bit like uh, you, you, you know. Or I would see them, and I will hide almost because I'm not. I I don't want to talk. Like, but it's not because it's nothing to do with them. It's just like, I don't want to talk. And then when I get yeah. home, I'm like, oh yes, home. Just me and myself. I mean, I've got children, but it's like just me and me. And, and I like, I like me, you know, like as in to spend time with me yes. and, and to just be in like my world. And so there's a, there's a time when I have to be social and I can really be out there. So people think, oh, she's so social. And I'm like, I have to, had to learn that. I really had to learn that and um, learn how to be able to switch between them because sometimes I really needed to be with me, but I'm in a social environment and it, it, it wouldn't work, you know? So I really had to learn how to come out and be like, oh, hey, let's go. How are you? What have you been up to? Yeah, nah, jokes, jokes and all of that. And then I get home and I'd be like, okay, just <gasps> need to recharge. So, yeah, <laughs> you're not alone.
2: I, I, I'm just relating to everything you're saying there so much. But here's the thing, I and I think this is true, that why can't we just be us? Because you know what? Sometimes I am just me. When I'm with my husband and he's talking away at the table, I'm just listening because I'm not going to add any value because I think everyone else can add value to this conversation. There's nothing like, you know, genius. No, I shouldn't say that. That sounds really bad. But I don't even know how to say it. But it's like everyday conversation and everyone can do that and they joke about the things that often I feel why are you joking about that like I do all my life work to to try to make sure that we're not talking like that about someone else or uh you know the jokes are really like on on that edge and way down if you know my husband uh, like way over that edge and I'm like I am never gonna stop him from being him but I don't need to join that conversation. But I I love being with my husband. I love being social for other people because that's connection. But that doesn't mean that I want to talk at that table. And sometimes mm-hmm. when you sit there, I feel like. So going back to that judgment moment, I feel like I'm being judged. That are oh, they're gonna think I'm really like I'm I'm too good for them at the table. Or uh, I'm I'm Not, you know, like I'm not smart because I've got nothing to add to the table or I don't know. I don't even know what I'm thinking in that moment. But sometimes those thoughts start coming in. And it's because it's not the normal at the table. And I wonder how we sort of narrow that gap from it being not okay for us to feel okay to be like that if we need to and Do we or do we just have to put it on? Because here's the other side of it. And I'm questioning it today because literally uh, yesterday I had a person who said, I don't know that I want to be there. I don't know that I want to come. I don't know that, like, I'm going to be good company today. And yet what they really needed to be was there and to be a part of it. And it didn't matter if they didn't have anything to say. Because all they wanted, like, they needed the connection of the people at the table, but they didn't necessarily need to be the one saying it all, doing it all. I don't know. It's, it's funny. I'm just questioning it at the moment because particularly as you bring it up, because I think that, you know, it's, it's easy just to not be you because that might make other people uncomfortable. It yeah, might make I think, me feel uncomfortable.
0: Sorry, I interrupted you there. What I was going to say is that there's a you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a time when you get to um, when you're getting to know yourself and you start to understand what you need as a person to to be your best version of yourself in that moment, and then you're really able to know when to say no to invites and when to say yes. Like before, I mean, when I was just big changes from like say my mid twenties until my mid-30s. I'm at 37 now, but those kind of like 10 years, so big changes where I'm yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of life work, like, and just really working Mm. on myself. And I just getting to know myself more and more and kind of just letting go of things I just didn't need to hold on to anymore and just weren't serving me and stuff like that. And I started to realise that I started to just play little games with myself to try and find out more about myself. So everything everyone invited me to for a certain period of time, I just said yes. I was like, "Yep, I'll come. And I just went along. And then I started to learn like, okay, what do I actually like and what don't I like? Because I'm so used to, before doing things to please the people around me, whatever. It's like, I need to know what Hermione actually likes. And then uh, then I'd go through the other phase and I'd say no to everything. And then I'd see kind of the response on that side. And I'd be like, okay, so I can start to see who needs me for what I bring and basically they're kind of using me and they might not have realized and who actually values me around and can respect the fact that I've got boundaries and I don't and so I just started to you know that I mean like know my circle know more about myself and strip back what I didn't like and then be like right I want new people in my circle so when I go here I'm looking for new people because I want to you know drop some other people that's not working for me etc and so it's kind of like that and if you're talking about kind of do we give ourselves permission to be i think sometimes we get so hung up in all of you you know like there's a there's kind of like a structure and a format to being social when you meet someone people do the greet. they do like a you've got to make physical contact in Mm. some way Mm. and then you need to ask how this person is and and it's like well not all of us like making physical contact that's the bonus of covid (laughs) <laughs> I, I Oh my gosh! At the beginning, I loved it. Everyone was like, "Oh, the pandemic." I was like, "Pandemic." I was like, "I can't touch you. I'm, I'm so sorry." Mm. Social yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I mean, how long can I pull one out for? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So I think just there's like an etiquette that we're meant to follow, which makes yeah. sense, I and mean, we understand it because then we all know how to be. But I think it's okay to. To break okay. that etiquette sometimes, you know, like you don't well, I don't know how else we would communicate at the beginning. If we if we didn't well, comu-
2: do we here's the thing, we don't have rules here. We're communicating really good. I'm feeling like we, I'm understanding I feel like I've got we're to know socialized. you really well. <laughs> yes, we are already socialized, but here's the thing we're not necessarily doing it exactly how you would when you have a have what they call interviews. That's why I like calling in conversation because I don't want an interview. I want a conversation. I want to get to know you. I want to get to know what's important to you. I want Mm -hmm. to hear what you're seeing on the ground because I'm not you. I'm not in your world. And uh, you may be seeing things that I'm not seeing and you may have learned things that I could take on board that will be really beneficial in moving what I do for it as well so I think though when we get stuck with this etiquette and trust me I I get it I've got a great friend of mine and her whole business is built around etiquette you know she's done it at the White House and I remember going to dinner with some friends of hers that were very very high end and I had to go to dinner so here and I was known at that time as a um was that called a butt kicker so b-u-t the butt kicker right and uh and so it was kind of like yeah everyone knows kira marie's gonna be like kicking your butt and you know it was kind of funny because it was the without the two t's just the one yeah. and uh you know and so i rock up that's my normal world and she's like full-on into etiquette and i was like okay whatever you do just copy her, do what she does. When she goes for her glass, go for your glass. When she talks, stop and and watch when she stops talking to when she eats, repeat. Okay, got it. And that was literally what I did all night. I smashed it out. They loved me. And, in fact, it was an amazing evening by the end of it. But I have to tell you, I knew there was etiquette at that table at that moment. Now, I get to be at some amazing tables with some uh, pretty full-on global leaders. But one of the things that I've loved is that many think that they have all these etiquettes and all these things. But if you actually get to hang out with them in their spaces, they are just like every other human. And I think sometimes we have put frameworks, we have put things that have served, and I always talk about the old approach, that I feel like this is part of that old approach, that there's some of this etiquette thing, this what is norm. Like, okay, when you come to the table, you should look like everyone else. Everyone else is wearing suits. That must mean we need to wear suits. You know, we need to sound the same. Oh, do we go to the same schools, universities, whatever it is, right? The the education side of it. Okay, so then we should be saying the same things. Are you getting the same results as I am? That is old school, old approach. And I feel there is such a need for a new approach because otherwise we're going to keep doing things the same way. And I don't know about you, but one of the things I'm seeing through many of the conversations I'm having with leaders is there's a fair few problems happening across the globe right now. And... One of the things that I think is one of those problems is that we keep doing it the way that we've always done it. Any thoughts?
0: Yeah, absolutely. The um, kind of when you've touched on mentioned about etiquette and, and people behaving a certain way, I think that was the old way of recognizing that you are like me.
1: You know, so when I come to meet you ah, and you're dressed in a suit and I'm dressed in a suit, mm. yeah.
0: So then we're like, OK, so you understand the suit dress or you speak that language and I speak that language. Or, mm. So it was a way of us going, you're safe, I'm safe. OK, we, we understand what we're doing, which means we're probably heading in this direction. And then we could have those conversations knowing that, oh, yeah, you know, you're in my club and I'm in your club. Um, the the I mean, how I see the world is very much like if something, how do I say this? So you're talking about, like, the world has got problems. So for me, I see it like... If, well,
2: firstly, I was saying yeah. that the world has problems. Do you agree there's some
0: problems in the world? Well, this is what I was going to touch on. Yes, there are definitely problems in the world. That's okay, not cool. a, a question. Right. But I was going to see it as in, in my personal world, what I try and do is I just look, try and look at everything like it's a mirror. So I see mm-hmm. if, if I look out into my world and I feel someone's being mean to me, then i got to go back and look at where i mean to someone else and where I'm or I mean to something else if it's not someone else. And so I really just really use everything like a mirror. So if I watch the news, and I find something really triggers me, and I'll go in like, I'm really spiritual. So I believe like in the whole, you know, reincarnation past lives, like a whole soul journey type thing. So if I watch the news and something triggers me, then I'll be like, okay, maybe I could have done that in a past life to someone, maybe I could have been the victim of it in a past life, maybe Mm. I could have witnessed it. And then I'll go into myself and I'll just be like, OK, if I've done this, because I I don't have a recall right, right now mm-hmm. if I've done it. Mm-hmm. So I'll just sit there and I'll, I'll do forgiveness. I'll be asking for forgiveness from all the souls that, you know, any souls I've ever done this to across all my lifetimes. And I'll be doing it for anything that kind of comes up that I know I haven't done. Like in this lifetime, do you know what I mean? Like in this lifetime, I'm I'm a mom. I've got two kids. I've got a dog. I've been divorced. You know, I'm I'm working on myself. Blah, blah blah blah. I haven't been to prison. I haven't done some like certain things that just would shock me in this lifetime. But I know in past lives I've done these things, right? So when mm. I'm triggered by these things, and I'm like, okay, where is that in me? And I really believe like where is it in me? But not necessarily Hermione, but the soul part of me. Like where has that been? my journey so that's how I see the world so when there are a lot of problems and when there's a lot of stuff happening they don't always set me off like they don't always trigger me they don't always I'm like okay that's terrible and I will send out a prayer and I'll do a blessing and I'll ask for good things for the people that are um, you know impacted by it but it doesn't always hurt me as such in a way, I just don't know how to explain it because I'm impacted by it because I, I feel empathy and I can, I can cry about those things because anything sad upsets me, but it's like I realise I'm not connected to it. And then there's other things that happen that are bad that I'm really connected to, even though I haven't experienced them. So it's just, for me, I kind of just go around looking like, if I treat all the world like a mirror of my inner world, then I can learn more about myself and I can shed as much extra, I'd say, weight, the old energy that I don't need. Um, that's kind of my purpose. <laughs> I don't know if that's making sense right now. It making sense no, to myself. I'm,
2: I'm literally listening because I think there's a couple of curiosities I have from it. And and I I think firstly. I get when we go into ourselves and that reflection. I think that's an interesting piece, and uh, and and I, I can't see any harm from doing that. I see any benefit from doing that. But I also think that the problem when we go into ourselves all the time, yeah, is that we're not looking outside at others or how it's affecting and. This sort of is an interesting piece because my whole work and actually a book I'm writing right now is called Humanity as Stakeholders. And I say it's the future of, uh, well, to me it's the future of the human race, but just to niche it down for everyone, I put it the future of leadership. And, you know, it's, it's literally meaning humanity, meaning you and I stakeholders the measure of value that we place on and I go what if we made decisions every time we come to the table that we're going to add value to humanity going forward not take away from imagine if everyone just did that whether it's at the boardroom table whether it's at the dinner table whether it's at over a coffee whether it's with a new partnership we all just you know, made decisions that were going to add value to the human race not take away? Do you think that will change culture? Mm -hmm. And the answer is (laughs) yes. Right? It really is. So here's the thing. When I just think about myself, then everything I reflect on about becomes quite insular and it really does. So it doesn't mean that I'm connected to some of the decisions I'm making that may actually have an effect on someone else. And I think that this is the interesting piece that I wonder with doing what you do in that way, that you get very good at being a great person yourself. But I don't know about that disconnection between yourself and then those times when it's not that that you're... And don't get me wrong, it's not like, oh, you're nasty because you're doing this. It's purely, I think, and I wonder if this is why some people are finding that disconnect when people have taken over the land and now you're building things on what they feel was their land that was taken from them. And... We don't understand that because that wasn't us that it was taken from. And so there's a disconnect. And because of that, there's no ownership to see that this is not a problem going forward. We just kind of go, someone else's problem. This is my problem. This is what I got to do. And I wonder if that's what's happening with some of the, and I was just using that as an example because yesterday here in Australia was Australia Day. And one of the things about Australia Day was it was such a celebration of Australians. And one of the things that it's becoming, and so it should be, is a realisation that before the barbecues, before the the white Aussies taking over, doing their thing, there were beautiful Indigenous people who roamed the land called Australia. And, uh, you know, all that sort of thing. And so it's become such a gap from what happened there to now people celebrating and in lots of ways people are feeling you should be upset rather than celebrating. Isn't it? It's just an interesting concept. And so it's top of my mind because it, it was literally yesterday, called Australia Day
0: yeah i i i'm not australian so i will not comment on australia like i will not put my foot in it that way no i don't i couldn't understand enough i i don't um have enough i mean i've only visited australia like i do not have enough knowledge or think to kind of input in that side but i can say from your your comments as in you were just sharing if we focus too much on ourselves you know becoming insulin becoming disconnected and that's when we go into, for me, like sounds like being selfish. So there's the balance of you've got to you go about your day, and mm. if I, I'll just stick using myself as the example. So if I go no, it's about great. my day, I
2: love it, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I notice that people are um, so d- there's things happening around me, and it's like I'm upset by it or I'm triggered by it. I personally, wow. because I believe that we're all connected, and I believe that what I do here has an impact on someone however far away so I work Mm -hmm. on trying to be a better person all the time because I don't I don't want to know that something I've done here has hurt somebody else sitting however many countries way across Mm -hmm. across the world right so I work on myself no am I I'm not perfect not even close right but I'm like conscious that something I do has an impact right so I make sure I take the time if I see somebody like I've seen couples arguing on the train and you know how you might turn your head because this is like a full-on argument and then it gets a little bit interesting so then you're now engaged at the so same really time you're
2: your head to, like, to know,
0: listen just... a bit more you know you want to watch <laughs> but I'm like I just automatically because I've 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 done so much work on myself and I've had to bring up so much of my own stuff that when mm-hmm. I see somebody feeling a pain that I'm, I recognize, I straight away have to ask for them for, for love. I'm like, um, you know, the creator, I was like, come in, like, please bless them with love and communication and peace and happiness because that pain mm-hmm. I'm familiar with it. So I can like understand that that person is just inside just, oh, and they can't, they just, You know, when you're feeling so much pain, you're trying to get your words out, but your words don't come out. So instead, it's like insults or it's like it's fast speaking or it's loud, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I kind of am familiar with certain patterns. So I always am going around my day sending out blessings for people because I'm like, wouldn't it be nice if I knew that somebody walked past me in the street, saw I was a bit sad and said, oh, do you know what? That lady looks a bit sad. Give her some, you know, an extra bit of love today. So I try and do that for the people. I love that. And then, I mean... I just think of us connected, you know, mm. so I just think if, you know, you might be having a rubbish day, wouldn't it be nice to know that somebody just sent you a good yeah. thing instead of looking at you and calling you a name or thinking, oh, you think you're better or whatever abuse they want to holler. Yeah. Instead, they were just wishing you well, you know, like and that. then, um, yeah, when I come home, like at the end of my day, if I, if, it's, if I've been out or if it's that I during the day, I take notes of things that set me off. A little bit, or where I, if I can catch myself, where I was like, oh, I did a bit of judgment there, like, oh, you know, and then um, at some point at the end of my day, I'll just reflect and I'll go through and I'll be like, okay, what was that really about? Why did what mm-hmm. that person said to me, why did I react in that way? Why did I respond in that mm-hmm. way? Why did it play on my mind and just go over and like, what was it about that? So, kind of my purpose is to remember that I'm connected, but at the same time, be a better person in that connection. So I, I, I wouldn't say it's not even close to a balance, but I kind of work towards remembering that there's two sides because I've done what you said. I've gone so insular where I'm like, "Mm, that's not my problem. (laughs) And then I'm like, Oh, I am part of this world though. But there was a point where I did. And that's
2: the piece that worries me about that, right? Is you are part of a world. And I love what you're saying there because I think that sort of segues into how that becomes, Hey, I am part of the world. And I love the fact that, you know, as you walk past someone that maybe is looking sad, you send them a blessing or, uh, you know, you give them extra love today or what a cool concept. Um, It's beautiful. Here's the thing. Is this what what you mean by humanity? And what does humanity mean to you? Because I know uh, I quickly looked up on your profile because I was like, oh, yeah, what's a couple of things that we could be like putting on? The banner across the ground you know the bottom yeah. or or into the comments and like I literally don't go and look because I don't want to know too much but I just look for keywords and I saw humanity on there and I was like yes what does that mean though for you
0: humanity for me and why I feel like I'm here to help is as in just in consciousness and stuff is just humanity is oh, it's so much deeper for me it's all of us, all of us as humans. So I feel like one of my jobs is to be the very best version of myself, which means I've got to find my prejudices. I've got to find where I put people in boxes. I've got to find where I judge people. I've got to find where I'm racist. I've got to find where I'm sexist and where I'm all the other isms and everything else. I've got to find where I have those, even if I think I don't, Hmm. you know, like even, no, no, I'm not like that. And then I might see someone be like, oh, there, and it's like, oh, uh, yeah, you do have something. So I feel like my job is to, find those and I've noticed just from the people around is that I'm so spiritual like I'm so into raising my vibration and elevating consciousness and really changing that and there's not as many people that are doing the same work because sometimes if I get really stuck in my work there's a really small number of people I can call and say I'm having this experience right now it's really tough I just sound like I'm off my rocker like cuckoo like lost it lost it and there's not that many people that can relate like when I'm really in the thick of it and I kind of have to dig myself out because there is not a massive support system but when you're doing something that a lot of people are doing you can call up your mate and be like oh I just lost my boyfriend or I just lost my girlfriend Mm. or my because everyone can relate but once you start going really deep it becomes Mm. different and I have natural gifts that I've developed and worked on to to make stronger um and sometimes I just am called to be like, you know, to send out like good messages or or send out like a good healing for people today or just do this thing. So for me, humanity is, it's about this one consciousness that we're all a part of. And then there's just, there's heavy negative energy in it. And it hurts people. You literally are just seeing people destroyed and hurt. And as you work on yourself, you realise that look that you can give someone, that just that small little ugh, can have a whole impact on their life yeah. and you didn't realise. And as I've cleared, like, uh, go through my layers, right? Stuff is always coming up. It's like, it's this, this is going to be going until I die. But um, as I clear through and I like, and I would have a bad day and I'd be like, did someone send me something today? And I'm like, oh, can you just mm. take off any jealousy or envy that's come my way? And then I like, I'll feel like it's just a shift in my energy. And I'll be like, really? And then I think, where did I go today? Oh, I went to the supermarket and I worked from home. So someone in the supermarket had a problem with me today. Really? I, I was going in to get my groceries, to pay, to come out. But somewhere along that line, someone just saw me and I did something that's just set them off, right? So that mm-hmm. small look you do. And so for me, humanity is like, it's just the the whole consciousness that we're all in and we all contribute to it. And some of us are taking from it by by doing mm. negative things. We're all doing like, I can't say we all because I haven't met everyone on this planet. A lot of us are doing negative things, I me, mean, myself included. And then some of us are doing positive things to put back into it. But if we don't, I feel like if we don't work on ourselves, if everybody worked on themselves, then we would just become more we would become kinder to other people. When you meet someone they've been in a bad mm-hmm. mood, you start to think maybe they're going through something, not just they're a rude person, but you would, wow, maybe something has gone on in their life today and they just can't control their emotions today enough when they're in a social space. Like maybe just give them space and love instead. It doesn't work all the time because then we have our own stuff going on. Right. So we have two people coming together, but I just, I really, really believe that we all contribute. And mm. and it's the smallest thing that we can do that can have the just the the biggest difference, like just yes. massive. And it's really small things. You know, I don't know if it go all the way down to Australia, but there was this movement at one point of like just smile at a stranger, just smile, just smile at a stranger. Nice. Like, it was like a it was like a thing. Like they had it, it as a thing, like because you could really make someone's day just smile because there was it was a, it it was came from something really serious. I think there was a point where. There was a lot of people that were um, having a really hard day, um, really had a lot of mental health issues going on. Some mm. were contemplating suicide. And they were like, someone just spoke to me today and just gave me a smile. And I felt wow. like I wasn't alone, mm. Mm. you know? And then people were like, okay. So then it became a thing, like, <laughs> was like all right, guys. Nice. <laughs> just keep smiling, people, just in case. You don't know if they're having a bad day. Just, you know, smile. <laughs> yeah. So it was important, but it was wow. something as small as that that you wouldn't have thought because you might be in your own world like I'm busy, I'm trying mm. to get from A to B I've got yeah. an appointment, I've got a client, whatever and just your smile could have made someone feel like they weren't insignificant so I think we mm. all, humanity to me is everyone and all of us, all of us contributing and just maybe if the smallest little bit away Like you don't have to be someone who maybe you don't want to in this lifetime work on yourself it's fine but maybe mm. just be a little bit kinder when you buy your coffee and say thank you you know, like, or maybe a please or just, you know, open the door for someone or I know just the tiniest, tiniest thing, but it will, it will have a knock on positively. Like the same way when we do a negative thing, it has a knock on, but in in a domino effect,
2: effect, right?
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: I love that. Okay. So if we think of business, let's switch it just to that for a second and we think of business and you talked about it before about, being sort of certain in an uncertain world and yeah. how can you have you got any tips or any thoughts around how people can literally do that in business Be more certain in an uncertain world
0: yes I would for business I mm. don't know if this is going to appeal to everybody Um, I really well, that's the that. thing it doesn't
2: have to though
0: right <laughs> yeah no it doesn't I was thinking about the people that were listening for yours um Yeah, I would say for business, if you want to find certainty, it is about aligning with your highest intelligence, your highest truth, Mm -hmm. your soul. And remembering and understanding that your business is a separate entity onto you. So your business isn't you, it's separate of you, which means it has its own energy, it has its own soul, it has its own thing. So when you create something, you set like out you, you in a seed, right? So every time you create something, you're setting a seed of intention of what you would like it to be. And just like in let's use fruit just like an apple trees in an apple seed already is the tree, right? You put it into the ground, you put it in the right place. It comes up. You don't suddenly need to go and add the apples to the seed. It's all already Mm -hmm. in there and it comes out. So when you set your business intention, you're like, right, I want to create this business or I have created this business and this is what I want it to be. It's now, it's now on its own. So your job is to nurture it, water it and allow it to flower or to develop in, in whatever it is. But your job is not to go in and try and make it an orange tree if you planted an apple tree because you're really going to bang your head against the wall so to find certainty is to just think about how and where you started in your business where where you were coming from so were you coming from a place of that I need to feed my family I don't have any money right now I've just lost my job I just need an income did you come from that space or were you coming from this is what I want to do I know this is right for me and this is what I want to bring to the world. It's, it's okay whichever space you're coming from because that's where you are, mm-hmm. that's where you were and that's fine. But you can find a way to, if you're coming from the fear and lack space, to start to move away from that and turn it into understanding about that there is enough. There, is... People are going to contradict that. So I'm trying to think of a way I can say it in a way that will make sense that you understand what I'm trying to say. There's a certain amount of abundance
2: yes. that
0: each person has and we all decide how much we want to activate in this lifetime for ourselves and some people are really struggling and really going through it but if we go bigger picture bigger picture bigger picture there's a reason for it like I haven't just lived one lifetime I've lived numerous and in many of them I have had really tough times and really poor times etc but the bigger picture I'm trying to gain and learn something for my soul right so it's not about now so we all have access to this universal intelligence it's not like it discriminates and goes I'm only going to go to females or males or tall people or short people or do you know what I mean it's everybody has access to it but we don't all want to tap into it so Mm -hmm. those of us who do want to tap into it once you realize you have access to it you can understand that nothing's running out so therefore you don't have to come from that place where you're unsure and you're worried. And when you're making decisions, even if you don't believe in all of that and you just want some certainty, when you're making decisions, just make the decision and go with it. It's gonna show you eventually if it's gonna work or if it's not. But when you bounce between should I, shouldn't I, you you, it can't manifest through. So you're stuck in like mm-hmm. this kind of thought space. You're not stuck in the action space. So if you wanna take action, then take action and then learn from it but if you really want to have kind of that deep certainty use your universal intelligence that's in you and then step forward in that and if you align yourself with that intelligence you know that you're on everything that comes into your life is for your highest good even if you can't see at that time so if even if someone stole all your money from your business it's like this is for my highest good what you're trying to teach me maybe this business wasn't right for you maybe the people that you brought in weren't right for you like there's a million things that it could be but you don't have to worry Mm. but we we naturally tend to fall into kind of the worrying the lack the stress because we're not aligned with what is really right for us like we all have a chance to have income in this world and our soul knows a path that it wants to take to create that income. And sometimes we're too far away from our truth. So when Mm. we're, we're going down a path that isn't for us, we can still succeed in it because we can push through and we can use all the tools that have been given to us and we can succeed, but will we be succeeding in a way that is serving humanity or will we just succeeding for ourselves? So the, the certainty in an uncertain world is this whole world all around us is shifting, right? And there's problems popping up left, right? And, you know, one when you're in a pandemic and then they're changing the rules and then it's an epidemic, then they actually know it's an they, they don't know what's going on themselves. No offense to them. God bless them. But we get confused with the messages that they send out to us, right? And then we're reacting to them. If you stay in your, this is what I'm doing. Keep me on my path. I see there's chaos all around me, but this is me on my path then what do where, where do I need to go next and then it'll be like okay amongst that chaos suddenly over there there's a path you know take a left and so mm-hmm. it's kind of like walking through maybe woods we you know where you don't want to hit some trees or something so you just yeah. if you stay with you and you know where you're going even if everything around you is crazy you'll be then knowing which direction to go when you start to match all of this that's going on around you you don't have control of that I cannot control if I'm allowed out of my house tomorrow or if I have to stay indoors for three weeks. Like I don't have, I'm not in parliament, right? And I'm not in our government. I'm not sitting in of So I don't, I can't control that. I can't control who's coming to me, who's not coming to me. All I can control is this is what I want to create and this is the direction I'm going in. And so this is what I'm doing. So that is where the certainty comes from for your business is just Mm. have that goal, know where you're going and- Don't spend too much of your time focusing on all of that. You need to have some awareness, but you Mm. don't need your whole business to be worried about, oh, but this is where the market's going now. I need to set up for that because you don't know if the market's just going to bottom out and then you're not going to have it. Right. So that's where it comes. And that's what I talk about. Like most of my stuff for business is about elevating your consciousness and understanding that your business has um, its own soul. And then you align yourself with that so you can nurture Mm. the business to go where it wants to go instead of trying to make it be what you think it needs to be because you've switched from your alignment into like your fear and your lack and your your worry so it's about pulling you back onto the kind of wholeness completeness love side if Mm. that makes sense
2: (laughs) so if anyone i have to ask this question if anyone uh wants to connect with you to know more about what you do, what's the best way they can do that?
0: They can find me. Um, I'm on socials. um You can go to my website. I'm I, <laughs> I was having one built today, and I was having a good old look at it, and then I just pressed like the delete button. I actually wiped off the whole thing. That's quite entertaining. I was like, okay, looks like we start again. It's all good. Um, so I have one that's like half done. You can look at. It. So you just go to um, it's my name, HermioneZehukai.com. Um, Or the other way is I'm on social. So I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on um, Instagram, I'm on Facebook. You can just send me a message um, and then I'll I'll, I'll see it and I'll respond. Beautiful,
2: I love that. Okay, so I am curious about this. What for for you is a humble servant?
0: (sighs) This was a big one that came through to me. It was, that message is really for me. And it was about reminding me that I... I'm not here for me. I'm here for other people. And just like, like because I've been given a gift, I've been given like a healing gift. So it's not, I use it on myself, but I'm not here for me. I'm here mm-hmm. to make sure that I contribute to other people. So for me, being a humble servant of humanity is about checking my ego, coming back into mm-hmm the the soul space and not because many years ago I was very very like very in my ego um and I would think I was better than people just because from the school I went to and they would drum it into your head like you know you're in the top five percent in the country so you'd come out and just be like move out my way don't you know who i am so like you're mm-hmm. nobody it's like i'm what i
2: actually <laughs> i can't relate to that because that wasn't me but yep i can i've heard it <laughs> no
0: that's I mean. but it was very <laughs> it was very very like you did think you were yeah. better than people you did yeah. think you were above people you did actually believe that people were below you and mm-hmm. it took me a lot of i had to go through a lot of, like just recondition myself to understand that the circumstance someone in has got nothing to do with the goodness and who they are inside and it 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 was like it took me ages to really grasp that like you could be sleeping on the street but that doesn't make you less than me Mm. it just means you've been in a set of really crappy situations and circumstances Mm -hmm. which have led you there and that took me ages like because my surroundings and my environment was all about better 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 um so I, I mean, I, I went on and I went and did um like ayahuasca. I went and saw some shamans. Mm-hmm. I did like a whole bunch to to get to know myself more and to really like kind of shed more layers of myself. And so it was just about understanding that I'm not any better than anyone else. And actually, in fact, I'm here to help rather than to even be walking around thinking, move out the way, like here I come in a negative yeah. way, you know? Yeah. Um, so that is, that whole sentence is about reminding me that I'm not I'm not better I'm here actually to help not Mm -hmm. to be putting people down so and the best way I can do that is to um be a light work on myself but also when I see those opportunities where people um need help need guidance is to is to be there I can't help everybody but I can do my my bit totally
2: agree totally agree all right, so the one question I do ask on the decision table as we're finishing up here, and we're going to end the broadcast soon, but don't you run away. Uh, okay. The the question I ask is, what are you taking from our conversation today?
0: You mentioned, oh, uh, like, a lot of stuff at the beginning when you, you were, you know, conversing, um, and you were just sharing some. You just, it was just, I was listening to your points and how you were thinking of things and then I was just Mm. you know analyzing them for myself and seeing where they fit in in my world and and what I can recognize with and I suppose I take away that even though you're in Australia and I'm in the UK Mm. there are certain parts of you that were quite similar to me like how you described yourself that's quite eye-opening for me because I don't usually meet too many people that have similar or I can understand exactly what I'm saying like I then when I talk about being introverted or switching over or whatever so it was like oh there are other people out there who are similar mm. that's quite like a big one and also I would say about when you mentioned about being insular just to remember to be connected and I was like oh mm. I that will really struck me I was like yeah I do it but do I do it well enough and then I was like mm. okay that's something that I will go and make sure I analyze and check can I do it better can I remember to be even more connected and more open and um and at the very very beginning you mentioned about how you used to not share because um you just didn't kind of you know you just didn't you you didn't you kept it back and then it it was like weak it made you less powerful you know and then when Mm -hmm. you're sharing it it doesn't hold power over you it doesn't stop you and so um kind of it's just little nuggets that you've said. And my brain just, I'll take that, I'll take that and I'll go mull (laughs) over it later. I love that.
2: And honestly, if you ever listen to some of the back decision tables or the listeners that listen to this, uh, you know, you can hear many of the different stories that I've, I've opened up about on here, depending who's been on here and what the conversation's been about. Because at times it's been important For me to go, hey, this is a safe place to talk about it. And if we don't talk about it here, where are we talking about it? And, you know, the thing that you were saying just before was, you know, you you needed to analyse and think about what I had said. And I think that that's so, I love the fact that you got that because I think that's not been something that has been okay to do in conversations. And so unless we've got it all sorted unless we've got it all right, we don't bring it out, we don't talk about it, and then it makes it uncomfortable if we've got it all right or sorted in our heads, but those around us have no idea because it's new to them. And so unless you've got it already and caught it, then you keep quiet, you don't talk about it, you might take it, or I don't even know if you've got it on board because we don't talk about it. And I love the fact that you've got that, that connected with that saying, hey, it's okay here for us not to have it all sorted. It's okay for us to have, like you said, converse and go, oh, what am I going to think about? Like what do I need to think about that? What will I do with that? And I think if we can role model that like we have today, that is a good conversation. So what I'm taking from our conversation is I love that fact and I just I'm so visual that when I... I, I laugh because in some ways this is what's happening when I think of COVID right now here in Australia because we had borders even just closed in states and so it was very, very sheltered for a long time with our numbers. And then New South Wales opened up and it went chaotic with the numbers, right? And then I, then this Queensland, another state, decided, okay, good, now that New South Wales is bringing it all out, we should probably open our borders and now it's everywhere. So I literally walk out into the street, and I—I I don't know if you remember that, like, or seen you know movies or shows where they've got those things above their heads, and it's got writing on it, or it's got something. And I just go, <laughs> COVID, "Not COVID, <laughs> COVID, not COVID." Like honestly, I just—and so when you were talking about, um, you know, someone uh, sad or upset or anything like that, I was like. Oh, send blessings, you know, above their head. Send blessings. Um, Give me extra love. I need your support today. And I just thought, imagine walking around going, hey, that person needs extra love. I'm sending you extra love today. And I just thought if more of us did that, myself included, um, that would be an awesome, awesome thing. So that's what I'm taking from our conversation. And, uh, you know, I had to go into that visual because, that's how it cements it in my head. And so when I walk out on those streets, I'm going to be literally support, seeing support, me. Support, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sending, I'm sending. exactly. You know, it reminded me of a story. Uh, you know, one of the things when my husband first met me, he goes, You've got some really weird friends. That's what he would always say. And I kind of, looking back, I did have really weird friends and weird because everyone was different, because I just connected with all the different people really when I was at Polytech or TAFE sort of in between from school university that kind of I don't even know business school that kind of thing uh, I met an amazing friend who went through a lot of things with me in life and I, I will never forget her because everyone else, and she came up to me years later and said to me, uh, you know, I just got to let you know, everyone else walked by me, you didn't, you connected with me and that meant the world to me. And I just thought when she told me those words, that was something that I could do wherever I am is not walk by if I see someone who needs maybe, because I thought, wow, maybe she's like, she's always on her own. No one's with her. Maybe I need to go up and just connect. And that's what I've done in life is gone. Who do I need to connect with? I'm not going to walk by anymore. I'm just going to walk up and say, hey, and just start a conversation. I want to thank everyone for being here. Uh finishing words are uh, what? Is there anything that you haven't been able to say today and you'd love to say?
0: Be kind to yourself. Mm. It's a journey, and don't beat yourself up if you're if you're listening to this conversation, you're thinking, oh my gosh, those guys have it so sorted. Oh my gosh. No, there's no sorted here. There's no perfection here. Yeah. This is a work in progress. And Be kind to yourself. You're going to mess up and it's okay. Just pick yourself back up, love yourself a lot and then carry on. Yeah, that's my message. Love that.
2: Thank you. I'm going to end the broadcast now. That was awesome.
1: Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness activates ownership to what is next a curiosity for the need to be part of the change and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards if you want to further your journey with us then apply to join us at our next leaders movement parlay the link is in the show notes we appreciate you help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders to achieve this together recommend this podcast to leaders innovators and movement changers Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.